Hey everyone, welcome to Hitty Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking with Lindsay about protecting your peace. Listen to what we had to say. Hello, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing a little wet. It's raining a lot. It is. It is thunder and lightning. I I literally just walked in before this recording and I was like, "Mm, I should change, but I'm going to be late. So I'm just going to sit down. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Well, you made it. I made it. I made it. I was like, she's going to be here. I got to be here. I set my alarm. I was like, Alexa, tell me when it's 755. Nice. Alarm set for 755 a.m. tomorrow. Alexa, stop. Sorry. She's always listening. Yo, Alexa's like, she's right here every time we need her. Yeah, like you forget. And she was like, what? She's like a friend, right? When you need her. All right. So I'm so excited to have you here on our podcast. We'll have you introduce yourself to everybody in a moment. But it's interesting because we were just catching up and talking. And something I thought to myself recently was, you know what? We've known each other for a very long time because we're talking about your kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're that old already. And I was like, wow, I've known you for a very long time. But I feel like it's recently that I'm like, like really getting to know you. And it's like really fun. So I know I said the same. Right. Okay. So I was like, is it weird that like, I feel like we've known each other for a long time, but like not known each other. We like connected on a different level where I'm like, oh, she's my friend. I can like We vibe and we can talk and listen. I look for you at parties. Like space. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I'm just saying. Like I heard a beat drop and I found you in the crowd. I was like, she likes this song too. We connect over like Ja Rule. (laughs) That's the best way to connect. Okay, let me stop. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, well, I just had like a memory. Um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. Tell us your name. Tell us what you got going on. If we need to find you anywhere, how we can do that. Let us know. Who are you, girl? Oh, all right. So my name is Lindsay. I'm a mom of three, three kids, three dogs, one husband. Not three dogs, two. Oh, yeah. Oh my, you have a, you have a full house. Full house, baby. Wow. Three kids, three dogs, and a husband. One husband. <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. Yep, just one. Kids, just one. That's a good, he's going to be happy to hear that you said that on the show. Yeah. And what do you do for just you? Like what's, what does, what does Lindsay do for Lindsay? Well, I've always sang. Literally, no lie, I remember being probably like fourth grade and my parents would leave the house and I would go to the answering machine and I would, you know how you can record a greeting or yeah. like a voicemail message, like, oh, leave a message. I used to sing and Whoa. I used to play it back to see what I sounded like because this is going back <laughs> in like literally like 92 probably. So we didn't have the technology to know. And I'd be like, I think I can sing or it just feels good when I do, but I don't know. And then I'd play it back and be like, Oh, that was kind of good. Like, yeah. But yeah, so I always sang since I was little, but very painfully shy about it mm. um, growing up. And then, you know, karaoke happened when we got in our 20s, started getting a little more free with it. And then um, still always sang, but not publicly. I always would 
you know, I'd always sing at home by myself and like for my kids and stuff, but yeah. never in public until literally a year and a half ago when I was just like, yo, you know what? I think I got confident enough in myself that I was like, let me do this and see mm-hmm. if I can actually do it. Yeah. And, and I did. did. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So now when you sing for other people, for an audience, you're a business, right? Like you are a business, which is, Mm -hmm. I love saying that, like you are a business. So do you have like a specific group that you sing to? Like you only want to perform for this type of audience or is it kind of like, I'll go anywhere and sing anything for anybody? Well, so it started, I had a friend that worked at an assisted living facility and she was like, oh, you know, they want someone to do karaoke. And I said, you'd be perfect for it. So it started off as me going in and like, you know, singing a little bit, but doing like kind of karaoke with the residents and mm-hmm. um, working with the people who have dementia and, and the memory yeah. care units. And they just, oh my God, they are just so lighthearted. Like you yeah. think it's going to be heavy. You think of, you know, memory care and dementia, but music yeah. is literally therapy. And so it transports them back to a time that they remember, or they remember every single lyric and, you know, they just have so much fun and they're, kind of bring them back and started off with that and then it took off word of mouth and I was at like 14 assisted living places then it was 17 and then I started doing a couple bars and stuff within the past few months so uh, I'm breaking out of the home and I'm going to our scene as well (laughs) I love that it's like you said therapy for them like something totally. you love to do for you is therapy for somebody else. That feels like that just gives me chills. Yeah. But like, you know how me, even you and I, like we connected on music just because it's like, oh, she appreciates the song. And yeah. I love this song as well. It's like, so that's kind of like, imagine that, but in a room full of people who probably hadn't heard that song in 50 years, amplified of just joy and like fun. And like, let me tell you this, when I started the first time I really sang, I was jello hands shaking, legs shaking, Mm. so nervous, so afraid of what people are going to say. And then it was just like, oh my God, they're having so much fun. And now like I dance like I would if I was in my bedroom by myself, like just jamming, getting it, having fun. And and I love that I can do that. Oh, so good. So good. I have been watching you on um, Instagram, do your shows, came to one recently that you did yeah. at a bar and it was so good and just the Thank energy you. that you bring it looks and feels so natural everything that you do just flows like it's it looks so you like you oh, are I so in your element you can't help to like enjoy and flow with it and go with it and Ooh, and be happy wait. with it like i love watching like your videos love that all right i know you a mama 3 you a dog mama three, you a, you have a <laughs> husband one. So your time is precious. So I'm going to get right to it. This podcast is about getting out of our heads, taking up space, breathing deep. And in order to do that, we talk about what we wish we knew earlier as a way to kind of just make sense of what we're going through and what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, What do you wish that you knew earlier? All right. So what I wish that I knew earlier was to say no. 
All right. What does that mean for you? In anything that doesn't, sorry, my dog distracted me. <laughs> Mom life. <laughs> Literally. Um, no, I just mean saying no to things that don't serve you, mm. that you don't any, this it's so broad, but it's so about everything. Like right. I'm, I'm telling you, if you went back to me a year ago and technically and literally and figuratively and everything, if somebody said, called me and said, Hey, we heard about you. Would you want to come in this Friday? What date do you have? I'd be like, yeah, sure. I can do that. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Great. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, no, I'm not doing it because when it comes down to it, it's too much. And yeah. it's going to be, if anything is even slightly aggravating to me, mm. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. And it's, it's something that I've come into recently and it's just like, no, you can say no, you don't yeah. have to do things. Where do you think the not wanting to say no or not feeling comfortable saying no comes from? Oh, dang, girl. <laughs> I haven't done therapy in a while, so let me sit with that. Right? Right? Isn't that wild? The thing that we always wish we knew earlier somehow takes us back to a place of like, ooh, that's a that's a therapy question, right? Oh, like you know, there's the, gotta be a reason. There right? has to be a reason. Like we are so whatever the word is, whether it's nervous, whether it's uncomfortable, whether it's I don't want to make that person upset with me, I don't want them to think negative, like whatever it is, we're saying yes immediately to yeah. what they need of us, right? Regardless of how we feel about it. It's like, where did that come from? I don't know, but that's so correct about all of those things. It's like, I think it's a mixture of like being put on the spot and feeling like, mm. oh yeah, yeah, no, everything's fine. Sure, I can do that. Da, da, da. It's just like an automatic reflex to people please and to be like, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh-huh, mm -hmm. I can do that, no problem. And then when you sit with yourself and you think about it, oh, that's gonna suck when I have yeah. to actually get up at this time. And I'm just kind of trying to navigate ways to not be a bad person, but to also mm do what I actually want to do. Right. You know, yeah. it's like a balance between the two of those things, between still doing things for people and being a nice person. But then also I've come to a point where I'm like, no, I don't want to go to that wedding of that random person's friend that we used to know because no, I just don't want to go. I don't want to do the small talk. I don't want to mm. do all the things that go along with it. And it's like, are you really a bad person if you don't go? No, you're just kind of doing the things for yourself. So say right. no. I'm like literally writing things down because I'm like, oh, I need to remember that. I need to remember that. <laughs> um, you said three things that I just wanted to remember. One was, are you a bad person? No. And I think we define ourselves by our yeses. Like, I'm a good person mm. if I say yes. Totally. Like, right? Like. A hundred percent. That's exactly it. Like, if I say no, that makes me a bad person. But just because that person's upset with me or they didn't like my answer doesn't mean that I'm no longer good. That's wow. exactly it. Wow. Oh, wow. And also, it's like, do you really care more about that other person's pleasing them and making them happy in the moment than you'd actually do about yourself and having to be aggravated about you saying yes two weeks from now when it comes down to whatever you're doing? Right. Yeah, no, that's going to be annoying. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. Because it's going to sit with you longer, the fact that you did opposite of what you actually wanted to do. A hundred percent. You'll be in the shower, like washing your hair and you're like, oh man, fixate on it. And it's like, no, just, just save yourself. Save yourself the aggravation, the drama, the 
boundary, everything, just be like, you know what? No, I'm not trying to do that. And we were actually talking about before we hit record about being anxious and, and having anxiety, right? And I feel like for this podcast, I call it heady girl because this idea that we're often in our heads and I think anxious people are often in their heads for somebody who's always saying yes because they don't want to be perceived as a certain way or they don't want somebody to be upset with them. I think the other person may not realize if they're not as anxious as, you know, the person that they're asking that us doing the thing that we don't want to do, you might be like, you just do me a favor. You're just doing this. It's only one day. It's only one thing. It's like, you don't understand how much mental capacity, emotional capacity that thing takes up. Sometimes just the thought that alone gives me so much anxiety. That's happened to me. It's actually going to hurt me in the long run. No, you get it. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Like, even like just a gut feeling of like, ah, really don't want to do that. I'm trying to just say no, because I'm, I'm trying to free myself of any of that energy of aggravation or feeling like you have to do something. Right, right. It's almost like, let me save my energy of aggravations for when it's really important. Like if I can kind of rank <laughs> with this request and how much anxiety I want to give to it, this is zero. Let me save it for when it's actually an emergency or it's actually something that you need me in a way yeah. that I can be present for you. Because if you're taking up all my anxiety and anxiousness for like little things, when you need the big things, don't get me wrong. I won't have enough capacity for no, I agree for myself to be there for anybody. Yeah, And I don't think people who don't feel anxiety in a certain way, they think like you're being selfish or you're being ridiculous. And it's like, you don't understand, like, I cannot function how much I'm thinking about. I don't know. It feels, I feel like it's really weird because like you and I are so like, yes, I I get it. I get, I understand you. And somebody else is probably like, what the hell are these two girls talking about? No, I feel like if you don't get it and then you're the type of personality that can just let things roll off your back. Right. Jealous AF of you. Yeah. Because I am not that. Right. I'm like, like okay, it's, I got to be there at this time. And then I got to do this and then I got to do this. And what if I don't have my, like, what if this and what if that? And it's like, <gasps> then I'm not even enjoying the thing I said yes to. No, exactly. Well, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's like, literally, I think that's really another factor of it that I didn't even actually think of until you just said that, but it's true. It's like, no, because there's so much that goes along with whatever task that I'm saying yes to that. I'd yeah. rather just avoid it and be like, nah. Because you're right. I think it just is exactly that, that you have to be, you have to be in my brain or like somebody with anxiety that like, if there's something that's not gonna serve you in a good way, then it's not even worth taking it on. Right, right. So that was, that was one thing that you said that stuck with me. The other (laughs) thing that you said was, what is it that I want to do? Right? Like, It's one thing to do something for somebody else because they want you to do it. But what is it that I want to do? And I love that because I think saying no sounds like it's also an opportunity to know yourself. Sometimes, at least for me, this I'm only going to speak on my behalf saying this, but I think a lot of times me saying yes to other people also included not just anxiety of you know, what might happen and what needs to happen. But also, I don't really know what I want. 
Mm. And I'm and I'm thinking of this in the most simplest of things of like, hey, what restaurant do you want to go to? And automatically, whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want, because I never take one minute to ask myself, Jennifer, what do you want? Wow. Right. It's like well, you need to do that starting today. You stop <laughs> when somebody asks you a question, you're going to be like, hold on one second. And then you're going to pause yourself and go. So what do you want to do? What do I Before you come back and just, you, yeah, put yourself first, man. And then that way, if they're like, hey, you want to do this? Like, no, I don't want to do that. Also accept that they might say, no, they don't want to do something I want to do, right? Like right. to say no for yourself is to be able to accept no, I guess too, right? Yeah, um, definitely. It's interesting because we were just talking about my trip and that's something I learned on the trip was that I was often, even though I was by myself in a foreign country, I was often asking myself, what would other people want to do if they were with me right now? Wow. Or what would they want to see me doing? What would they want to hear me um, tell a story about? And even by myself, I was considering what I wanted through somebody else. And it was really an eye opener for me to be like, Jennifer, there's nobody here. Like nobody's asking you where you want to have dinner. Where do you want to like ask yourself that question? Where do you want to have dinner tonight? But you know what's interesting about that? It's like it took you physically leaving and going across the world to be away from all of that noise to to come to that conclusion. Right? Oh, my God. Oh, it's just me. Like, what what do I want? I don't know. I would normally be like, where do you guys want to go or whatever? So that's crazy that it took that to get you that self-reflection. Yeah. But I'm so glad you have that now. Well, I should have just had this conversation with you like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I so listen, do you don't have to go all the way to Bali. We'll you just, can. you know, we'll figure it out. Right. Um, and the other thing that you said, which kind of relates to the reflection piece was you got to sit with yourself, right? Somebody mm-hmm. asks you something, somebody needs a favor, somebody needs whatever in the capacity where your your answer could be yes or no you said it and you said you got to sit with yourself and I think that's really I don't think we do that I don't think that we are taught how to sit with ourselves to really reflect what do we want to do right not at all and I think in this conversation and anybody listening it doesn't mean that you can't teach your children to you know help their friends out and just you know help somebody's like because I can imagine being a mom of three and all your kids are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But you just no. have to say no. Right? Yeah, that's when you turn 37. You can't say no before then. You have to come to the conclusion when you're about to turn 38. Yes. That's the no that changes your life. <laughs> Literally, though. Right. Yeah. So it is interesting. I I don't know how it really happened either for me. I Like, I do, but I don't. And it just did. And there's no going back. How long has it been, would you say, that it kind of like became your your thing? Like recent, recent. I'm talking like since the blue moon, which was only <laughs> a few weeks ago. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe probably like three months or so. Yo, that blue moon was something serious, though. Um, I think I stressed myself out so badly just about every taking on all this stuff that you yeah. finally are like this is obnoxious and I'm and I feel like I've it's never ending with everything I have to do that I don't want to live like that anymore and I don't want to just say yes to everything just to please everybody and you get yeah. to a point where you're like no I'm gonna slow it 
I kept saying originally before I kind of even came to this conclusion of this say no thing about just slowing down. I literally was like, I need to slow down. Like everyone be like, oh, you're so busy now. I see you're doing all the things. And, da-da. and oh, you have three kids too. Wow. Well, well, how do you do all this? And I'm like, well, damn, you're right. Like that you're yeah. like, wow, I really need to slow it down. Yeah. Do you feel like pursuing music in this way? Yeah, I definitely yeah. think so. I think if I was just only on straight mom life, I think it would have went on for years that I would have just mm-hmm. been like, well, this is my role. This is yeah. what I do. I'm a mom. So I have to go get seven bottles of Sprite and I have to chauffeur this kid to here. And I have to let so-and-so come over when their mom texts me. Yeah. I think that if that was my only role and then I didn't have also working as well, yeah. then it would have been a little bit different or it would have taken longer to get to that kind of boiling point to be like, yeah, all right, this is too much. Yeah. That makes sense. Say no. It's okay. And it can be to anything, truly. It's like, it's literally about, you can apply it to anything. If there's something that when it comes down to it at the time, you're going to be slightly annoyed by it or aggravated, or it's going to make you think too much or stress about how the situation is going to happen. Right. Just say no and don't even, don't take it on. Like protect your peace. That's, that's actually the quote I used protecting my peace yeah that sentence the beauty of that sentence is actually the middle word your Mm. protecting your peace may look very differently than somebody else protecting their peace yeah exactly and so that's why i feel like it has to get to that point for you personally who wants to live like that it's exhausting what would you say to somebody who's 20 years old they're 18 years old they're 15 years old they're you know 26 years old they're kind of I don't want to say they're starting life but they're in that space where they're starting to really build relationships with people or able to have a say in how they interact with people what's your advice to them to younger folk like I would tell my kids don't let somebody else's opinion pave the way for your actions about people pleasing because I think that's like a trait almost that we learn from a young age like elementary school literally it's just like sit down and do what you're told and blah 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 and like it's just kind of like that mentality where it's Mm -hmm. like you kind of have to learn your own personal boundaries and yeah there's situations where like you would definitely come through even if it's the most annoying thing in the entire universe yeah but I think it just comes down to your perception of that like your morals of like what would be worth it to go out on a limb for or do something that you're out of your comfort zone or Mm -hmm. causes anxiety compared to you know people people pleasing and that's kind of what I mean more about this where the saying no comes in it it does apply to everything like any situation but it's more based off of I'm saying no for your benefit I you know what I mean like it's yeah that's kind of what I mean about it and just letting go of caring what other people think about you yeah if it doesn't suit you you just said one thing okay last question because you just said it and made me think about it as a mother and this being your new since the new moon since what is it the blue moon since the blue moon, moon. <laughs> since the blue moon this being you know something that is 
top of mind. How, as a mom, do you think you might start incorporating that in how you teach your children and having that understanding for themselves? I feel like I'm, my parenting style is very unique. I'll say that. Okay. I, I'm blunt about situations and, yeah. you know, like it's hard to put that into like little kid yeah. lingo of like, <laughs> so don't let Jimmy's mom say anything about, both, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's different, but I think it's just as the situations arise, like my son's in middle school now, I'm sure something's going to come up where I'm going to have to be like, we already had like a peer pressure talk, all that stuff. And and oh. I feel like that's a huge thing when it comes down to that. And as far as like that, I can kind of put that into like something I've kind of already taught my son. He's, he's like a basketball, you know, he's so good at it. He plays all the traveling, blah, 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 all this stuff. My son said that he kind of wanted to do baseball. And mm. and he said, but dad's going to be mad at me if, if I don't do basketball. And I said, well, what do you want to do? I said, right. you can't let dad's opinion of what sport you should do affect what you actually want to do. And yeah. so it kind of just came in there where it's like, you got to sit with yourself, think mm-hmm. about it. What do you actually want to do? Don't don't let someone's reaction deter what you really want right. the answer to be. Yeah. You might try it and be like, you know what? I love both or I want to go back or whatever, yeah. but not stopping yourself from the experience because you might disappoint somebody else is really a perfect example of, saying no um sitting with yourself and being able to say no to somebody else and I love that you're teaching that within your family unit so young because I feel like a lot of children you're not allowed to have your own interest and your own like ideas of what you want to do outside of your parents so that's really awesome that like your kids have this type of like encouragement that says yeah, like, yeah, dad might be sad. He might be disappointed. He might be all those things, but that's not your responsibility to protect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So good. So good. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but all of the episodes are two words. I love that that two words can be so powerful. (laughs) Mm, I know. No, it's like, oh, and then, there's like this huge conversation behind these two words like yeah they no because it can go into so many it can apply yeah. to so many things I say no period yeah. <laughs> yeah now if anybody gets in trouble by their parents for saying no after listening to this podcast <laughs> please know that we are not it doesn't count when it comes to chores <laughs> okay. it's like um I was listening and Lindsay said (laughs) yeah I was listening to that podcast and she said it was okay to say no like I sat with myself I sat with myself and I don't want to do this just to make you happy (laughs) yeah I decided that I'm not taking out the trash sorry (laughs) oh so good (laughs) all right well that was a lot from those two words and I so appreciate you sharing oh before we do end how can people find you if they are looking to either book you or just listen to you sing or just see what you got going on? Where can they yeah. find you? How can they So my you? my singing Instagram is public. Yeah. I tr- I was like, let me make it simple. Lindsay B sings. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. I so love that you Thanks for having me on. Hard. My kids are like, "Mom, what are you going?" I'm like, "I have a podcast today." <laughs> and my son's like, what what I was like don't worry about it I was like you can listen to it another time (laughs) 
I felt like I was on like Sex in the City or something. Nice. Listen, if I can make you feel that and you can make your audience feel the way you do, we are out here changing lives one day. At yeah. Time. That's that's I'm how here I look for at it. it. So yeah, that's what she wished she knew earlier. Say no. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram at HeadyGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye!